Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is the second Sunday of Advent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. <clears throat> Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to uh, stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, today on Advent 2, we actually are in beginning our uh, Gospel of Mark, which is the gospel that we will be visiting <clears throat> most of the time uh, through the second year. There will be some interspersed of other gospel readings as on Sundays uh, because of the fact that Mark is such a short gospel. And, of course, weekdays we will be all over the place in a variety of gospels. But today we basically have the introduction of Jesus' ministry through John the Baptist. And again, uh, as we think about Advent and the season that we're in, we're really looking at two things. We're looking at the preparation of our heart uh, having to do with uh, our proper celebration of Christmas, that we will have our hearts ready for that wonderful celebration, but also... And particularly, we also are preparing for his second coming, which will come either at the end of time or at the time when we meet him uh, at our death. And so it's, it's a matter of personal preparation, not just to celebrate a good Eucharist, having a good Mass. It's not just about having a proper attitude for Christmas, but it's living our lives in such a way that we... Uh, can be ready to meet the Lord at the end of our lives, that whether it comes at the end of time or at the end of our life, we're prepared and able to enter into eternity, properly disposed for a life with God forever. And today in Advent 2, one of the things that's happening is that we're beginning to get a, a sense of that kind of preparation through uh, Mark's gospel. And again, in, uh, in this particular passage, we have John the Baptist quoting from Isaiah. And you need to remember, Isaiah, 800 years before the time of Jesus, already was prophesying not the, just the coming of the Messiah, but the coming 
of John the Baptist, the one crying out, a voice crying out in the desert. John literally fulfilling this by uh, entering into a Nazarite vow by the time that he was uh, born and then uh, later on taking on the mantle of a prophet going out into the wilderness and proclaiming preparation for the coming of the Messiah. And the voice that he's uh, he's uh, kind of referring to, the, the prophet he's referring to, Isaiah here, he's in Isaiah chapter 40. And uh, Isaiah 40, we have Isaiah again reminding people that there will be a preparer, uh, a precursor, as they call John the Baptist, one who will come before the Messiah to call out for preparation uh, for his coming. And it said in Isaiah, which is our first reading, by the way, uh, make uh, in the voice crying in the wilderness, he says, a voice proclaims in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low. The rugged land shall be a plain, the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So John the Baptist is coming with a message, a message of preparation. That's why in the wilderness he was calling people not only to repent, but to be baptized, which would be an outward sign of an inward change of heart. Remember the word repent means to turn around and go the other way, that those who had not thought about God are now thinking about him in a particular way and embracing him as the the means of life. And here, as we go back to Isaiah, that first reading, uh, every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low, the rugged plains made plain in the rough country, a broad valley. In other words, what we're talking about here is a preparation of life that is symbolized by the terrain. So if we have a valley, that has to be lifted up because they're making a way, they're making a path, a highway. And so uh, when you think about making a highway, like when I lived out in Virginia, there were a lot of hills and valleys. And so when they were making a road, uh, you would see this happening where uh, they would, the first thing they would do is if there was a valley, they would put a bridge across it. They would straighten out the valley. They would lift it up by putting a bridge across it. Uh, of course, in some places, in back in the times of Jesus, it was not a bridge as much as it was taking soil and, and filling in the valley and making it level. Uh, either way, you have a valley that has been lifted up. And then the mountains have been uh, basically made low. And again, uh, this is one of the things you see out in Virginia in the mountain country is you'll see huge excavations, dynamite blowing up pieces of the mountain. And of course, they're taking that mountain and leveling it so that the road can be straight. So it goes from a valley to a mountain and the road is much clearer. And if it's rugged or uh, if it's rough, they have to take all the junk out. And, you know, the thing that this image does is give us uh, an idea of what our uh, 
or what our confessions can be, what our lives in preparation might be. And confession is a great place to do this. Number one, to have our valleys lifted up. If there are places of, places of sin, if there are places where we have uh, done what is not pleasing in the eyes of God, uh, then we can find ourselves uh, through confession having those valleys uh, lifted up and made, uh, made higher by forgiveness. And so those dips in our lives, those times where we've not done what God has asked us to do, then that is a place where God can level our valley and bring us back to a point of walking with him. But what about mountains? Well, mountains really kind of symbolize pride, that we've lifted ourselves up, we've built ourselves up. And again, in confession, you can kind of cut those and make those low. And again, as we confess those areas of pride where we've been self-centered, where we have placed ourselves before others, particularly where we have placed ourselves before God, those are, those are mountains that need to be laid low. And then there's the rugged and rough land, the rugged and rough country. What's that all about? Well, these are just the impediments, the things in our lives that we have kind of placed there that are just junk. Some of them are bad. Some of them might be good. But nonetheless, they're impediments to us really having that straight path to the Lord. And again, in confession, we can bring those to the, to the Lord for grace in order to overcome those stumbling areas that we have erected in our lives. So as Isaiah prophesies, this gives us an idea of what the Lord wants us to do in terms of making our lives suitable for him. One of the things that uh, many of you uh, may know about me is that my first career was as a rock and roll disc jockey on the radio. And this was many years ago, but I was down there playing the hits for the kids. Anyway, um, Back in, in the days uh, that I was on radio, and particularly I think of the year 1967, there was a, a, a great hit on the radio by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. And as I was preparing for uh, this Sunday's gospel and for the other readings, I thought about this song because it really can be kind of our, our uh, theme song for Confession in Advent. Because as Isaiah says, every mountain shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill shall be uh, made low, the rugged hand shall be plain, the rough country of broad valley. And, uh, and I just think of this song by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep me from you. And so let's, let's just think about that as kind of our Advent theme. I don't want any mountains in my life or valleys in my life or anything standing in the way of being able to get to the Lord. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, again, for a takeaway, I think it's pretty obvious. I want you to go to, to confession this Lent or excuse me, this Advent. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful time to, again, make ourselves ready for the coming of the Lord, both his first and his second comings, and to prepare us to be more disposed to the various comings that he has through uh, 
the Mass, through reading uh, the Scriptures, through prayer, uh, through adoration, through confession itself, that as we make those valleys high, make those mountains low, as we rough, uh, make the rough and the uh, uh, rugged places uh, plain and straight and ready, that at that point then, we can be more prepared to be in the presence of the Lord. So remember, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.